Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light. The Private Writings of the Saint of Calcutta. Chapter 4, Continued. Section 6, My God, Supply What Is Wanting in Me. Despite the disappointment she may have felt, Mother Teresa accepted the Archbishop's mandate. Turning to God for help, she wrote the following prayer at the margin of the Archbishop's letter. My God, give me your light and your love to be able to write the things to thy honor and glory. Don't let my ignorance prevent me from doing your will perfectly. Supply for what is wanting in me. Since the Archbishop had implied that he would consider her response only upon his return in September, she decided to wait until her upcoming retreat and holiday in Darjeeling between May 8th and June 14th, 1947, to formulate her answers. In May, on her way from Asansol to Darjeeling, Mother Teresa stopped in Calcutta and met Father Van Exum twice. Not knowing about the Archbishop's request, he made a similar one of Mother Teresa, as he reported in a letter to the Archbishop. In May, I told her it was the will of our Lord that during her holiday, she would set to work out her, her plan, explain her aim, and the means she intended to use to reach her aim. Write also the essential rules which would show me the proper spirit of her work. After that, and after I had asked this also for your grace, she read to me the letters received from your grace. And in one of those letters, I heard that your grace had made exactly the same request which I had just explained. I told her to answer the questions contained in that letter in order to be obedient. Once she arrived in Darjeeling, she unexpectedly faced a short but very intense struggle. On her way back to Asensol in June, she related it to Father Van Exum, who in turn informed Archbishop Perrier. She passed through awful desolation five days in May, whilst in Darjeeling, and then the idea of the work seemed to be a stupidity, excuse the word, which I think is hers, a treason to her institute and to her superiors. She was in great fear about it all and underwent big temptations. She wrote to me at that time, but I could only pray for her. Happily, the temptation left her after a few days. And again, everything is light, joy, trust, and certainty of being on the right path. That is my conviction after seeing her, though I did not talk about her consolations in my interview. When in consolation, she has no doubts at all, 
except at the surface of her soul. She is fearless and ready to immolate everything for our Lord. In desolation, she did doubt it all, feared a lot, but remained ready to immolate herself. Afterwards, our Lord told her that her great fear had hurt him. She had been a little responsible for what had happened. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Heaven is day, be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why was our Lord hurt by what happened on this retreat? Why did our Lord say that she had been a little responsible for what had happened? Well, it's interesting that Father Van Exen makes a distinction. He says that on the surface of her soul, when she's in consolation, that the doubts are just there at the surface. In other words, it would be impossible for Mother to not have some question about how this is all going to work out, how she could both made a vow in her religious order and made lifetime promises to stay there, and then she's tempting to leave it. She's trying to set up something new in obedience to Christ, yes, but there could be some doubt on the surface, you know, about whether she had deceived herself, whether she really had happened, but that's all kind of on the surface just because that's part of human life. But something happened for five days in which she underwent a terrible doubt, in which she greatly feared that what she was doing was treason. And our Lord says that this great fear hurt him and that she was a little responsible for it. Now, this is a very difficult question and one can only pose an answer hypothetically or, or tentatively. But one possible way that she was a little responsible was that what was on the surface, she didn't let just stay there. That somehow, some way, possibly through the devil, she began to investigate that doubt a little bit more. Or she began to think a little bit more, give it a little more room, give it some time. And this doubt then kind of blew up in her mind. Instead of just being at the surface, it went deeper and she underwent this kind of desolation, this kind of sinking of her heart, this sort of sadness, this disturbance, this sort of state of great fear. And one might think of Eve in the garden before she sinned. She made a mistake by kind of engaging with the devil. So one of the things that this is teaching us, if this is right, the way I'm explaining it, 
is that we have to be very, very careful about going back over things once we've made a decision about them. We have to be super careful, especially if we're people of great desires, if we have all kinds of wants and wishes and desires, to keep going back over things, to revisit them. St. Philip used to say that the sanctity is in the breadth of three fingers. He would touch his forehead. That is, in mortifying the rationale, that is, our tendency to reason about everything. Now, our Lord said that Mother had a little responsibility. We don't want to overstate this. It seems that there was some intense attack, possibly from the devil, some kind of very difficult trial, and she had some little responsibility because she somehow allowed it to go farther. But then, thanks be to God, it passed, quite possibly by the prayers of Father Van Exen. Notice what he says, he couldn't do anything but pray for her. And so we should remember, there are trials that we may undergo, and there may be trials that our friends undergo, in which there's hardly anything we can do, or nothing we can do except pray. And that's what our Lord said. There are some demons that are only cast out by prayer and fasting. Thank goodness we still have half of Lent left to do a bit of prayer and a bit of fasting. And if we feel scared, if we feel like we can never do more prayer or more fasting or penance, let us remember what Mother said to God. Supply what is lacking. If we tend to go over things too much, if we tend to reason about things way too much, going back over things, troubling ourselves, let's beg Jesus, supply what's lacking. I lack determination. I lack a fixity. I keep going back over these things. No, no, Lord, supply what's lacking. Give me the grace I need to stay true to what I've decided in your light. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.